The peeps are popping again. We're ready to pod and ready to cast, baby. You couldn't get rid of us. You couldn't get rid of us. Are they supposed to pop? I don't know if peas are supposed to pop, but we're about to pop them like corn. That's I don't a, know where that was yeah, going, that makes us that makes us pop corn. All right, are you guys ready? Okay, <laughs> ready about the corn thing that you were talking about. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Peeps in a Podcast podcast. I say welcome back even though we've been gone for quite some time. But don't worry, we have an explanation. Honestly, I've had a couple people like talk ask me where the next podcast episode was. Our devoted fans were waiting. That made me feel good about myself. For real. Like literally the first day that we missed the upload. My cousin called me and she's like, where's, where's the episode? I was going to listen to it while I was running. What, where, like, where, where is it? And she called me like a week ago or a couple days ago. And she asked me the same thing. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I promise you'll oh. be the first to know when we create a, a new episode and upload it. So yeah, we got some backlash. Yeah. I know, uh, Pacheco was out there. Pacheco, shout out to you. I know she listens to it on her drives home because she lives in BFE. So but, you know, we'll be back on track this week with regular uploads. Yeah. And I also think it was funny that our th- I think our last episode was kind of talking about about our, our upload schedule. And we were going to do like two podcasts a week. But then we did a post for like two months. Uh-huh. We, My bad, guys. Yeah. My, yeah, that's our, that's our bad. But... For an update on that, we're going to be posting once a week now because I feel like that's more manageable with our schedules and lives and just being able to to do I think to do this podcast at a at a higher quality and for it not to feel like work basically. Um, but yeah, so the reason why we didn't upload the first time because I think our last episode was let me actually check when our last episode was. I think it was like May 29th or something. Oh, it was a month ago. It's only been a month, guys. What what day? Um May 31st. So See, yeah, so the last time we actually recorded was May 29th cuz I have that like in a file on my computer. Yeah, so that I had a point to this, but I forgot what it was. I thought it was longer than that, to be honest with you. I guess that's how much we were, like, thinking about it and how much we, like, missed doing it was that, like, we thought it was way longer, but it's actually only been a month. Yeah, I thought it was a solid two months. I mean, it's been a month and a half, but, like, I thought it was a solid two months and then going on going on three or something. But, um, yeah, we, our last podcast was May 31st, and that was right around the time where... Um, like the protests really started getting, I don't want to say crazy, but they really started getting coverage and started popping up everywhere for the Black Lives Matter movement. And we went our separate ways to focus on that and to give our own individual social media voices to that movement and help in any way that we could. And Sierra, you actually went to a couple protests, right? Yeah, well, first of all, like, with that whole social media thing you were talking about, I just really felt like, and I think we all felt like it was like just weird kind of like in a way it's like we were taking from the movement. If we were to post about 
our own personal like podcast you know unless we were putting out content for like what was happening it was just like kind of just like not the right time to be like hosting just to have fun and like just for the heck of it you know so that's how I felt about it but yeah I did I did go to a couple protests that we had down in here in Florida like it's not crazy down here because it's not really like the epicenter of like the whole movement the last time like something crazy with like police brutality happened was like a while ago there's not really it's not big in Miami it's kind of big but I live in West Palm so there was about like I'd say a good like 100 or 200 people that came to the first one I went to and then that was right when it all started probably like a weekend I went to one and it's way more civil than you think the media really makes it crazy but there's always just like a couple I like to call them bad eggs that like show up and they're either they're always extreme but they're either extreme on the side of the oppressor or they're extreme on the side of like the rebel I'd say and they just like come and they start stuff but for the most part it's like civil you know and everyone's just out there trying to get their thoughts across and get people to understand it's almost like being in like I don't know how you would explain it it's just like a bunch of people but one mind and it's it's like unity it's pretty cool I, I would say go out there as long as you can be safe with the whole virus. Go out there, support them. You know, the more people, the better. They've already done so many things, like, just by speaking their mind and, like, having a unified message and getting together, like, and it's been long overdue. And they're getting so much done, but there's so much more to go, and we just can't stop, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. But it... it, it... It's weird because there have always been, you know, I mean, there's always been police brutality and there's always been, like, great oppression against, you know, especially the black community. And, you know, it's like people have spoken up in the past and there have been, like, protests or riots or whatever in the past. But I don't know, when this whole, when all of this started, it felt different to me. And I was talking to George about this, that it felt more like a turning point and like it was actually going to mean something. You know, not that the other ones didn't, but like it was it really was enough is enough. And it's like the new generation coming in and not paving the way, but putting their hands up and being like, no, we're not we're not going to let this continue to happen. And we're actually going to sit here and be heard. And that kind of gave power to to older generations and for everybody really to to come together. And the, I think the most amazing thing is like obviously the media is not covering it anymore because it's not it's not hot news but like there are still protests happening in so many major cities and like oh yeah like it's it's really is and i know it's kind of sounds cliche but it really is a movement not a moment do you know that like this is the first time in american history like the first time ever in the history of the united states of america which i know we're like basically the newest country but like it's the first time in history that every single state, all 50 of them, had a protest for the same thing at the same time. It was the first time ever that that's ever happened, and that kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I mean, to get all of the states to agree, to get most of the states to agree on something is just, it's never been hard. Well, it's just, it's unheard of, because we are very polarizing people, citizens, states. We're a polarizing country. But yeah, I, I agree with what you were saying earlier about how it just felt wrong to post anything like, oh, what's your favorite color? Let's talk about how we met or, you know, 
just talk about something inconsequential when we could be using our own social media platforms and our voices and our minds and bodies to actually contribute and, and help as much as possible in, in what we could. Yeah, and then also, like, on top of being the epicenter, one of the epicenters for, like, where these protests are, just because Florida has such a high population, I feel like we're always kind of the center to a lot of things. So it's like New York, California, Florida, you know? But, like, also, we're now the epicenter of the coronavirus. Like, it was bad before, and now we're, we have this second wave. Like, we're, we have this second wave, and we're worse than New York or something like that. Like, and it's pretty wild to, like, not only it's like two crazy things happen at exactly the same time and there was all this energy like going around and i feel like we just got a little scatterbrained and we were focusing on like too many things at one time and we just couldn't you know we tried to focus on the more important things which was definitely staying healthy and helping this movement not like like you said creating like what's your favorite color that was definitely not at the top of our to-do list yeah yeah i agree but yeah it's it's it is crazy that you mentioned the coronavirus, especially now, because we really, Florida really is the epicenter of just, we, Florida is so, uh, how do I say it? I like Florida, but like, I want to punch it in the face <laughs> at the same time. Huh. You know? Uh, ain't that a mood? <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's any Floridian can, any, any Floridian, any non-Floridian can really relate to that. Because Florida's always, it's always like the swing state in major elections that we then proceed to mess up. And then now, like, the Santis is basically just ruining us. And we're all, it's just, it's just stressful mm. and annoying how much people just are selfish enough to not wear a mask. That doesn't even, that blows my mind. I don't even like to think about that. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, I've, there have been times where I have to physically get off of Twitter or Instagram or whatever and lay there. Because I feel like I'm also a very empathetic person. So I just feel like every nerve in my body is on fire because I just want to go out and punch all of these people in the face and just make them go home and wear a mask. But then I'm like, but then I'll get coronavirus. So I can't do that. And also you can't just go around punching people, which that's another that's another thing. But whatever. It's because they haven't had anyone affected by it, so they have no idea how it feels to like lose somebody. That's really just it. They're just ignorant. It just sucks. But that is very true. There's a lot of ignorance, which is wild because, like, now is one of the best times in the world where you can have access to so much information so easily, and people are still so ignorant. And it just blows my mind. Well, the thing is, not the fact that it's not the lack of information. It's the fact that when this whole pandemic started and everybody was like, wear a mask, what the United States did and what it always does is it took a topic and it turned it into a political stance. And yeah. it was like, you either wear a mask or, you know, like you wear a mask if you want to be oppressed by the Democrats and you don't wear a mask if you want to like fight for your freedom and yeah. Get free and die hard. Yeah. Exactly. The Constitution, whatever. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, no, 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 it is not. Not everything is a political statement. Yeah. Not everything is a political argument. This is beyond that. In this country is political. It's either Republican or it's Democrat. And these are like arguments I've gotten, I've gotten into with like people I know and people online 
is the fact that this isn't a political statement. Like it's, it's a human problem. It's not a political problem. Like we have enough mm. political problems as it is. Like don't even get me started on Kanye West talking about. He's oh, president. Oh, oh God. God. It's like, literally, this literally feels like 2020 is Jubanji. Like I've never felt so strongly. about. <laughs> oh my God. I'm awakening to like how the world views us. There's so much like propaganda within America. Like we're doing so good at convincing people that we're the best. It like is crazy. Like everyone thinks America is the best, and then but everyone else thinks America is just like I don't know the black sheep. Everyone thinks America is the black sheep, except America thinks we're the best. It's it's crazy. It it oh my god that, <laughs> that bothers me so much. <laughs> I could literally get into an argument about this for hours. But it bothers me so much that everybody's like, fuck yeah, America, bleed red, white, and blue, eagles everywhere. And it's like, we are not the best country. We have never been the best country. We will probably never be the best country because our eagles are too damn big. And yeah. I mean, our collectively, like our government. But like, that's the, that's the thing. Socially, like from like you were talking about, like social problems, like not political problems, like from a social standpoint, America like sucks it's the worst and but that's why it's because we've been built on this like corp corporate like greed and like money and all this so we're the best like in terms of finances and in terms of like numbers and gdp and like economics and all that we are like the best us in china right but as far as like a social aspect like there's not even we can't even get close to anywhere else like have we heard people haven't heard of singapore before like there's so many places out there that are so much better like from a social standpoint and i don't know what we're doing man are we even good economically? Like, doesn't China own us? Aren't we, like, trillions of dollars in debt? Wait, didn't we get so far in debt that we're, like, a new... It's like there's a, a level above trillion. It's, like, a lot of billion. But it's, like, I don't know how I can... Like, I mean, I know how economics works, like, to a point. But, like, the way debt is, is it, it doesn't cancel out. Like, so, like, China could owe us $1 trillion, and we could owe them three trillion dollars but they don't just say okay you owe me two trillion it's just like everyone owes everyone and that's how we figure out which country's money is worth more and which country's money is worth less and it's like this whole thing i don't know why debt doesn't cancel out i don't know man I'm, i was a i was a what was i um, an arts major bachelor of art I even avoided taking it in high school. Like, that's how much I'm like, ah, I don't know about, about all that. That's when I took <laughs> economics, was in high school. And let me tell you guys, ignorance is bliss. Just invest in the stocks. Don't give a crap about any of these other economics. Invest in gold. That's all you need to know. All that other economics gives me straight anxiety. I don't, when, we, when, we got off, when we got off the gold standard, economics lost me. I just don't have any idea, like, what's going on. Like... Invest in gold and invest in the stocks, foreign exchange markets, because the U.S. stock market sucks. God, if we made a list of everything that the U.S. does terribly, like, don't get me wrong. I don't think I would move anywhere else because, I mean, I've traveled and I know, I don't, I, don't, I think it's also because I'm so accustomed to living here, but just, we do so many things wrong to, to the point that like you, especially now, but like even before we would go like I would go to Europe with my family and it's like only speak Spanish. Do not let them know that you're American. Don't let them see your passport. Don't let them even think, you know, like English because 
you know, you might get charged more or you might get taken advantage of because just everybody hates Americans. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense because I hate Americans too. (laughs) Oh, speaking of U.S. passports, um, I just read this thing of like all the countries that it's approved that Americans can go to right now because of this whole coronavirus thing. And the list was 28 countries long and like four of them weren't even complete like one just said number 24 north north (laughs) what and then like three don't stop in canada just keep going yeah just keep going to the north pole yeah i don't know north pole south pole and three of them said saint like you know like saint thomas or like saint whatever but just saint nothing else saint blank three of them said saint blank what's like currently right now like puerto rico is allow is allowing uh obviously the u.s to go in but their standard is you need to have a COVID test not more than 48, 48 or 72 hours beforehand. You need to turn that into them. And when you get over there, you're still going to be uh, at least temperature checked over there when you land. Yep. That's how the Bahamas is too. Because with my job, we ship a lot of stuff to the Bahamas. And any person that goes over there, just like you said, it's got to be within three days. And then they have to, like, I don't think they have to do a test for coming back because American standards are so low. But, like, they definitely have to get temperature checked. Yeah, so over there, if you refuse to turn in the test before you go over there, you have to be in quarantine for two weeks. So you need to have those uh, travel itinerary for that. And on top of that, at the end of those two weeks, you're still going to get tested over there in Puerto Rico. So <laughs> Wow. That's way better than the U.S. They just let people come in. Because <laughs> USA... Hey, mm. that's, how, that's how we do it. Bring us the corona. Ah. We want to be number one. Yeah, but <laughs> we want to be number one in everything. <laughs> but yeah, back to the whole thing of just the coronavirus in Florida and everything. Like, originally I'm from Miami, and, you know, we've been traveling down there pretty frequently over the past few weeks. Just, just to see family, like, we don't necessarily go out anywhere unless it's literally to the store in the corner and come back. Like, we're being but, safe about it as, yeah. as much as, you know. <clears throat> Yeah, as much as possible. as much as humanly possible. So it's but it's really it's really good to see that you know since the beginning of all this, Miami kind of became, you know, one of the highest points. So they went ahead and did a mask uh, ordinance, and they've kept it throughout this entire time. Um, Orlando recently did it about about a month ago. Uh, so Orlando's pretty new to the mask ordinance, and it's kind of alarming just to kind of see the differences. Like in Miami. Every, you can see physically everybody's wearing a mask or so, some sort of face covering. And in Orlando, you don't necessarily see it everywhere. Like, I've gone to Wawa a couple of times, and, you know, you'll see two or three people walk in with no mask on. And the people there just kind of still give them service, which I think is sort oh, of wow. the wrong thing to do, even if you are socially distanced. But you do have those instances. So that's how, you know... You see numbers go up, people still touch things without, you know, just the common decency of thinking, hey, the next person behind me might be somebody who's, you know, immuno, immune deficiency or, uh, or know someone or know someone who, who is or may come in contact with later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though Miami, you know, you do see everybody with masks and it's, you know, it's a normal thing nowadays, but, you know, you still see people who they see each other on the street and just, you know, handshakes hugs and kisses and it's that's not a way to move forward and progress and actually get better so i feel like that's also one of the reasons why south florida current state has the largest numbers we just don't know how 
to keep to ourselves. We try to live these normal lives when we can't, not anymore. Oh my God, that's a really good point. And thinking about the fact that Miami is mostly like Cubans, like Hispanic people, Hispanics don't know the meaning of like personal space. So social distancing <laughs> is like, que? Excuse What? So, but, but yeah, it was at the beginning of this whole thing, like talking about Miami versus Orlando, because we've been exposed to both like environments. At the beginning of all this, like I, I will 100% say it myself. I was somebody who did not take it seriously. I was like, I'm not going to die. Like it's all, it's affecting old people. Like it's fine, but like, I don't need to wear a mask, whatever. I'll just, you know, do the, the quarantining, but it, I don't have to go so hard. Right. And then we went to Miami, like a couple weeks after we started, um, like the quarantine, like I, I started working from home and everything. And literally I before we walked out the door his mom handed me a mask and said make sure to put this on before you go into the store and I'm like what and she's like yeah they won't let you in without it and yet like George was saying you see people with masks everywhere and like with gloves on and all this all this stuff so but then we would come back to Orlando and they didn't have curfews they didn't have mask ordinances going on you did you saw like if you saw one or two people with a mask on that was it nothing you didn't hear about cases happening here it was literally like orlando was a little bubble and things were happening around us like tampa was getting hit miami was getting hit but orlando was like la 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 we're fine especially because it took disney for a while to close too so it's like if disney's fine and they opened back up the shit got me upset oh yeah i, I honestly universe- can't believe that I have people on my Snapchat that be going to, like, Universal Studios. Like, honestly, oh those parks, like, I love the amusement parks, but those parks are disgusting as it is. Like, you're sweating. Those are people breeding grounds. Unhygienic, and the Rona on top of it. It's 12 times worse. Like, what, what, how desperately do you want to go on It's a Small World to risk it like that? And people... The funny thing is, people going to Disney now are probably the same people that are like, oh, I can't wear a mask. I can't breathe while I'm shopping in Target. Uh-huh. It's like, bitch, you you can't do that, but you're going to wear a mask for seven hours outside at Disney? Like, maybe. But that's the thing. They don't. They wear the mask again in the gate. But, like, I've been seeing all these videos of people, and they're, they're pulling down their masks, like, First of all, their mask is like a handkerchief that they just like decided to wear because they knew they needed a mask. And then when they get in, they just wear it around their neck like a handkerchief instead of like a mask. And they're just like walking around there in line. They're not six feet apart in line or the line. They wouldn't have enough space for the lines. So they can't make them six feet apart or the people got nowhere to go. And they're just all standing there with no mask, chilling, like nothing's going on. But they're not enforcing like, it. They're yeah, not enforcing their rules. Um, yeah, I feel like that's the main thing. There's nobody enforcing the rules or, you know, local city ordinance, ordinances. Anywhere. Like, like in like in general, yeah, no and, one's and doing that's, anything that's about sort of it. Yeah, and that's, and that's sort of the point here. Like the other day we were sitting outside of Wawa and they finally got what looks like to be like a, a guard to be outside and just kind of keep a lookout in terms of is everybody wearing a mask? And if not, if something occurs then they can you know just use their security to usher people out which is at least finally a move because 
countless numbers of time we've gone over just some pump gas or whatever and people just walk in with no mask or anything like that my favorite is when somebody's wearing a mask inside buys some chips or something and while still inside take their mask off and start eating it like eating the chips and i'm like it defeats the entire purpose my dude like what are you doing Wow. But with the Disney thing, I saw a picture on Twitter of, um, I don't know, it was a line for something. And I swear to you, these people were closer together than you are normally in a line. It's like, literally, Americans take this whole home of the free and brave or whatever it is, land of the free, home of the brave thing, and (laughs) are just like, yeah, nobody can tell me what to do ever. And I'm like... That's not what that's supposed to mean. Like, you are so dumb. It's like, mm-hmm. but be considerate. Like, it is your right. Like, okay, it is your right. Right? It's also your right to run outside naked and scream curse words. Actually, not naked. That's, that's illegal. But, like, that's, like, I don't know, indecency. But, like, <laughs> but you don't. But you don't because... Like, it's just something that you don't do. Yeah, my motto with a lot of things is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Because that's, I mean, that encompasses everything. Because like you said, yeah, you can, you can go like push an old lady down the, down the stairs, but you really shouldn't. It's literally like, just don't be an asshole. But that is just so hard for Americans to do, apparently. It's foreign thought. Yeah. I, was re- I was reading something the other day, and apparently New Zealand has zero cases or close to zero cases for the past two or three weeks. It's because New Zealand is awesome. And New Zealand, their <laughs> prime minister, president, I'm not sure. Sorry about that. I think it's a prime minister. I think it's prime minister. But uh, they literally listen to every single scientist and healthcare worker that they can get their hands on to see how to defeat this and put them forward. They recently, last week, opened up everything over there. You can go to a restaurant. You can travel in between, you know, any city that they have over there and just go out and it's like you're at a normal place. Obviously, nowadays they have different safety standards, but it's it's open for the most part. Listening to health professionals and science about a global health pandemic? Yeah, the U.S. never. What? <laughs> That's a crazy concept. Literally, it really is that simple. Like, just, but here instead... Like California is closed is closing up again because because obviously we didn't do enough as a country to you know warrant us being able to open things back up. The craziest thing, like the craziest thing about it is like like okay, like it's not gonna go away. Like we still have the normal flu. Like and the flu has been around for years. If we haven't been able to get rid of the flu, like we're probably not gonna be able to get rid of the coronavirus, you know? But until we find a vaccine to make it less contagious or less deadly, the literal only thing we have to do is wear a mask. And people don't. And it like blows my mind because in other countries, that's all they're doing. Because they don't, it's not like they're scientists over there and they got a vaccine and we don't. Like they, they're on the same page as us. Like they got the coronavirus too, but they don't have cases. And why is that? It's because they're wearing masks. Like, but I'm also a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I do think you should wear masks. I do think America is the worst country that's handling this coronavirus. And I do think we could exponentially increase in our ability to handle this situation as far as, like, 
everyone just like washing their hands and wearing a mask and like being courteous like you guys were saying but you can ch source check me on this but i heard on the radio that the health department found out that and i've been saying this for a long time that 30% of all the cases that have been reported in the last two to three weeks were old cases from May or June that were failed to be reported. Because if you just think about it, if they didn't have enough quote unquote manpower to like give out tests, what makes you think that the U.S. was caring enough to have enough manpower to process the tests? So like the U.S. is doing a really bad job at like all of this. So they're also doing a really bad job of reporting it. So, like, although I do think America is still the worst, I think we're a little better than what people are making it out to believe just because we're just bad at everything. I mean, that's a valid, <laughs> I mean, that's a valid concern, and, and it's true. It's, it's terrible in the way that it's been handled this entire time. Um, and if cases are being reported, you know, ex post facto, then there's also that. But if it was a case that was done, you know, back in, in May – and all of a sudden we're now reporting it from May to now in July, that's all that time that that person probably did not know that they had this virus. And if that's their wild. person wasn't clean and taking their own precautions, who knows how many people they could have passed it on to. Yeah, one of the craziest things is the fact that you can be asymptomatic and have it. Yeah. Like that is so- Oh yeah, that is pretty crazy. And it's mostly kids and younger people because they have the stronger immune system. So like they don't get the symptoms. And those are the people that come in contact with others the most because they think they're invincible or they're a child and they don't know, like, what to do. Yeah. So, so if they actually do end up opening schools back up in August, like, I'm going to say it right now, we're even more fucked. Like, say goodbye oh, yeah. to grandma. Yeah, a bunch of little kids with boogers up their nose, like, in class. They're not going to want a social distance. They don't want to wipe their hands or wash their hands. Yeah, I've got... I've got friends down in Miami that are posting a lot about that. That they're uh, they're teachers at schools or counselors, and that's their main concern. Like kids don't, they can understand to a certain point, but kids are still yeah. gonna be kids around other kids. Yeah, and regardless, and that's the problem. And regardless of that, kids are germ monsters. Like literally, oh, when yeah. school starts, kids, eight out of ten kids are gonna get sick from where for something. Maybe be it the common cold, be it the flu, be it even like lice. I don't know, that's not an illness, but still. No, like, because, like you said, kids will be kids, and kids are just all on top of each other, and they're just gross. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I got that chicken pox, there was like three other people in that class. I got the chicken pox. Does that anything is fucking contagious? Natalie started a chicken pox pandemic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like they, like this is contagious. Like your kids, you're not gonna know what's going on. Like in the seriousness of like how contagious things could be when you're close to someone so you know what i mean it's it's gonna be a problem but i don't think they're opening it up i heard for at least from someone like my cousin is going to school like regular like he's in high school they're not going to school for like the next two three months in the beginning of the fall they're going to be online supposedly but that could change because of our governor i don't know i think i think that also changes county by county um, yeah. So that's another, you know, cause for concern there. I think Miami might take it more seriously than other. And speaking from, you know, just being a student down there for, you know, K through 12, uh, the current uh, superintendent for Miami Dade Public Schools is really good. And he's taken, you know, a whole bunch of precautions since the very beginning of it. 
which you know praise to him uh and i think you know they'll they'll make the right moves especially knowing that most of these cases are coming from down south um mm-hmm. but you know time will tell we'll only see that yeah honestly i have to believe that they're gonna realize it that as like since, especially since we live in florida that florida is gonna shut back shut back down again just like california like i have to believe that and i can't think about like the conspiracy theories or you know all the negativity because i will shut down as a person like i physically cannot cannot handle it i would like to believe that florida is going to shut down again at some point realistically knowing our governor it's not i know and that that terrifies me that mm-hmm. terrifies me because i am not a person like i am a lazy person right okay i like to stay home but i do not like to be told to stay home i don't like to be told what to do now <laughs> that goes and be like no one's gonna tell me shit and I'm not gonna wear a mask or whatever. No, because I'm not an idiot and I'm not a, I'm not an asshole. But like just knowing that I can't go anywhere makes me go a little nuts. And I think at this point we're all a little nuts. Like if we had actually shut down fully one hundred percent at the beginning, we wouldn't be in this situation now. Because basically we're back at square one. Yeah, I think Anna's only sanity is talking to you guys. Because I'm pretty sure I heard her talking to herself the other day. Oh, and I do that anyways. That's happening. It's happening more often. <laughs> I have two two things to you guys. One, back back to that whole misreporting cases thing. I did a little bit of thinking about that in the last couple minutes while you guys were talking. And if they've been under-reporting the test back in May to make us believe that we're better off than we were now. What, like, what about the other way? Like, what if they misreported in May, so that means they probably also misreported in June and misreported in July, which means we could just have more cases right now, and we just don't know about them because they're not reporting them. So we could actually be worse than what we think, and we have no idea. Oh, yeah, I totally believe that we're worse off than, than people are saying. Or that's no. being, that is being reported, and what's being reported is still really bad. But just, I have no faith in this country. <laughs> oh my wow. god, that's like I'm so anti-American. I'm not anti-American or anti-America or whatever or anti-freedom. I'm just anti-stupidity, and yeah. the, that's a disease that has run rampant throughout this country for decades, decades upon decades upon decades. I hope the government isn't listening to us. Wait, do you guys They're think? Do you guys think there's like a possibility that they are poorly reporting these cases because they don't want to look bad as, you know, their whole like, oh, they're doing that bad. You well, know, they're doing really bad at that because they're still. <laughs> no, I know. No, I know. <laughs> but like, damn, that tells you like the fucking uh, the extent of like how many cases there are, even if they are not reporting all of them and or misreporting them. You know what I mean? Like that's scary. Listen, there no could be so many more. Says, it's great. Everything is great. No, it's not. God. It's terrible. Everything is terrible, <laughs> and the numbers are huge. Wow, George. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, wait. Let me. Dang, I keep thinking of things. This is all really wild. I've had so much in my head these last couple of months. Before I say this thing that I'm going to say about Trump, I'd like to say the thing about the kids in school, like, not only are they going to, like, bring germs home and, like, spread the disease, but people are thinking about it from, like, a, from, like, a their mental state viewpoint. Like, if they're home with, like, their 
parents or like at least with like a daycare center where or like someone they trust someone that will actually interact with them it would be better because if you go to school the teachers are older people who are not going to want to get the disease and bring it home to their family so like imagine like you're in preschool or kindergarten or first grade and there's like a kid crying for like some reason you can't like console him you can't hug him the most you can do is send him to the nurse's office and be like be gone you disease-ridden child Oh, be God. Banished from my classroom. You are banished from room 174. Go, go. So their quality of, like, life in school is, like, not even going to be as good as it could be. You might as well just homeschool them to where they can get the attention they need because at school the teachers aren't going to be able to be as, I don't know the word, but, like, teacherly as they used to be, you know? Yeah, attentive, caring, compassionate. Like, they're not going to be able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I just think overall, we, uh, the government as a whole, is putting their pri- their priorities aren't correct. Like they're putting too much emphasis on the economy and things like that, and trying so hard to basically rush opening back up that everything else is going by the wayside. So public health, you know, mental health people dying it's just like oh that's collateral damage because we need to reopen we need to stimulate the economy or else the dems are gonna win i think i think the money they the money they could save on like not funding the school like i mean i'm not like on the school board or anything so i don't really know what goes on to begin with teachers get paid for what they do yeah i know but like i'm saying like People are like, oh, we need to open schools so teachers get paid because they deserve it. They do deserve it. So, like, but what if you just take the money from not opening the school that you would spend on, like, supplies and, like, groundskeeping and, like, security or something and just, like, give it to the teachers, you know, as, like, a stipend. And then you'd be living off of the government and you'd be a leech and all these things and then you need to go back to your country. And that's basically... The it's all right, right? That's a bad one. Yeah. The right is the bad. Well, if you're a liberal, I guess. No, no, all right. Yeah, I said all right. Oh, oh, yeah. That's like the extreme people. Yeah, those are bad. Like all left is equally as bad. No, yeah, all anything is like bad. Yeah, it should really just be just don't be an asshole. Like literally, don't be an asshole. Twenty twenty until forever. (laughs) <laughs> and then we would be great we'd be fine that's speaking of don't be an asshole there's some like spirituality stuff that's been happening in my life that uh we should get into in the podcast later yeah maybe, maybe next week we'll talk about spirituality because we need to replenish all the positivity in our life we need to take on all this negativity and try to turn it around we need to cleanse man because my energy is getting water. wasted my energy is getting wasted out the yin yang. Speaking of holy water, Natalie, water is really good to cleanse your spiritual self. Mm. You should take baths. That's why bath bombs are a thing. Oh, I thought you were going to say bath salts, bro. I was like, yeah, I'm not going down that bath road. Page in Miami because of that. We don't want to. We don't want to give bath salts to anybody in Florida. That that went bad <laughs> twice. Yeah, Jesus. Really yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> They'd open up back the economy just to the drug dealers, so we could have bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. Prioritities. Prioritities. Man, I love titties. Put that on the record. You hear that, government? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
But yeah, that that's basically why we've been gone. Uh, and if it wasn't abundantly clear here on this podcast, we are pro Black Lives Matter because they do matter. And pro face masks. And pro face masks. I was getting to that, but yes. And pro don't be an asshole. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. It's like you guys are just taking, taking the words out of my mind. Like you and I, we're all like this. I am pointing to my forehead and pointing to you. We are aligned. We are Juan. But yes, we will get back to actually posting, actually recording. It's going to be uh, weekly. I don't know what date yet. We'll, so we'll get back to you on that. You know, follow us on Instagram at peeps in a podcast. And you know we'll we'll get back on there too and keep you guys updated. Do I think we I think we covered everything? Do you guys have any any closing remarks? Closing remarks, lawyers. I just say um, that for anyone who doesn't agree with our real viewpoint, get off my podcast, bitch. And <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. And also, um, I know this was very heavy in like political standpoints and like personal opinions so i'd say if anyone has anything they'd like to talk about or anything that you want to hear our viewpoint about or something like that just go ahead dm us leave us a comment youtube instagram whatever we'll get back with you and we'll just talk about what you guys want to hear you know yeah we'll definitely get back to our more regularly scheduled programming next week but you know, it, this, like you said, was a very heavy podcast, but a lot of heavy things are happening in the world, so. Yeah, and a lot of heavy things have happened in the past month's time, clearly. Seriously, so. honest, that's probably why it felt like so much longer, because just the world is crumbling. Slowly. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> um, but yeah, any anything else, guys? Don't be an asshole. Invest in gold. Wear a mask. Just be considerate. That's all I want to say. But all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We are sorry we were gone for so long, but we are back. So everybody who has been hounding us, stop hounding us because we're back, baby. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's happening. But yes, we're going to, we'll get back to you on when we're going to post, but it will be weekly. So follow us on Instagram. Like I said, follow all of us on Instagram individually. You'll see that in the description part below. If you are on YouTube and subscribe to us. Listen to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, to your favorite podcasts. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Black Lives Matter. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.